Hey guys, Mance here. Um, I'm still on my last week of my mental health vacay. And I hate that I just used the word vacay. But um, I wanted to do something fun for you all. It is Thanksgiving and my first idea was to interview my father for this show. But life, work, and his health issues kind of got in the way of that. We are still going to do that. Hopefully that'll be the Give to Podcast Before Christmas show. But um, I also wanted to do something for you guys that you may have never heard before. And I don't know that this is a treat, exactly. But what you're going to hear after the guitar riff is, in fact, the very first episode of The Gift of Podcast with myself and Mitchell Monroe. And um, I'm not going to lie to you. It's not very good. But if you want to see where we started, where this show came from, and how I work with a partner, you will see that here. I want to say a big thank you to Mitchell and to Ant and to Phil for filling in the last couple weeks. Some great shows. I hope everyone enjoyed that. We will be back next week. And I'll be real honest, I don't know what I'm going to cover just yet. AW, I'm almost sure. I have some things to say about Jim Cornette, but NWA's already kind of taken care of that. He's not there anymore. Watched Survivor Series last night. I found parts of it a lot of fun. And parts of it kind of useless. I didn't even watch Brock Lesnar's match. I knew he wasn't going to lose. That being said, I have definitely rediscovered my love of podcasting. But I can say for certain I did not discover my love of WWE in the time off. I hope that I do. And some good news, I saw that Who Got Next is coming back very soon, and Phil and MJ, I'm so very excited for that. Um, I hope I did well with NXT while I had it. You're welcome to have it back. And uh, yeah, let's get on to the first episode of Gift to Podcast. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I am thankful for all of you. Check us out at Gift to Podcast on Twitter at Addict underscore Russell. Go to the Russell Hub Twitter. Vote for all of us for our categories. We are nominated in everything. Vote for Gift to Podcast in Best Solo. Or if not me, then vote for Jeff in both solo, uh, Best Solo. And um, have a good Thanksgiving. This is the very first Gift to Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Gift of Podcast. My name is Mance Chapel, And my name is Mitchell Monroe. And every week we're going to take a little bit of time. We're going to run down Raw and SmackDown for the week. Look at what's ahead, which this week is Backlash. And uh, just kind of go through uh, everything we got going on. Uh, if you read the description, you, you'll know that I am a child of the Attitude Era. I grew up with The Rock and Stone Cold and DX and the NWO. And Mitchell is not. That's true. <laughs> Uh, I, I was not I was not privileged because I, I grew up with uh, Randy Orton versus John Cena 10 million times. Yes. Uh, and I'm actually not that young. I just didn't start watching until I was in eighth grade. Now, what year were you in the eighth grade? Uh, 2006 to 2007. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I, 
for for comparison's sake, I graduated high school in 2005. So, so there we'll move you on go. from there. Um, you're gonna get you're gonna hear some different opi- differences of opinions, but that's what's gonna make this fun. But we're gonna start with Monday Night Raw. Um, last week, you saw the show. It ended uh, pretty impressively with. Triple H coming out of nowhere, taking out Reigns, taking out Rollins, and handing the Universal Championship to Kevin Owens. Yes, and the look on his face, Kevin Owens' face, made like that's what made it the best thing ever because he was just so in shock. Yeah, it was a beautiful thing, and I and it took me two days to figure out whether I loved it or I hated it, and, I, and it turns out it's both. I loved right. it last week, and I and I was excited for Rollins. I wanted to see what they would do with it, and you know what they did? Nothing. Triple H was not on the show. They mentioned him. They mentioned that Stephanie didn't know why he did it. But that's it. And so I loved it, and I also hated it. See, that's that's kind of what I wanted them to do, but I wanted them to ham it up a little more. I w- what I was really hoping for them to do is I was hoping Triple H was not going to be there, but it's going to be like this whole thing where like no one's seen or heard from him, no one knows where he is, and like they really like emphasized that like it was just like he was there and he was gone, and no one has any idea what's going on. And they kind of did that, but they just kind of barely touched on it. And I felt like it could have been a lot better if they had a hammed it up. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I almost would have preferred it if he'd come out and said something. Uh, I say that, but if he'd done it, I'd hate I'd hate that too. Well, because um, if he had said something, they would have jump-started uh, the whole him versus Rollins thing. And I feel like if they want to stretch that even to Survivor Series, they've kind of got to... They kind of got to pace themselves. You're right. I just, I don't know. Um, I know. I would have been happy no matter what they did. I'll put that out there. But let's get yeah. into the show. It starts with Stephanie backstage. and She's on the phone. It's earlier before the show. And Owens wants a party. Uh, he wants balloons and fireworks, confetti. And uh, McFoley comes up and he's not happy uh, about what happened last week. And Zeph just says she has nothing to do with it and i don't know that foley believes her right um but that's because foley's been in the wwe forever and he knows these people yes uh but then we actually get started into raw and we get kevin owens party fireworks and balloons and confetti um owens comes out people chant you deserve it and immediately owens just says he does deserve the title but he's not going to let the crowd steal his show. It was so great. Cause, like, it's weird because like he could be a really good heel if he wants to be, but he usually does stuff to get cheered. But here he was actually doing something to get booed because like they gave him this amazing "You deserve it" chant. He was all just like, "Quit trying to steal my moment. This isn't about you." And I was like, "That's fantastic." Yeah, he had to do something because the people wanted him to have the title. He got right. the title, and now he's got to be hated. They had to do something, and he did the best he could. People just, they love Kevin Owens, and I love Kevin Owens. Uh, Rollins comes out. He yells at Stephanie. He's basically saying, you know, I deserve the title. I Mm. carried this company. And all of a sudden, your husband changes his mind and says he's done with me. He he, he claims that Owens handpicked, or excuse me, Triple H handpicked Owens from his first day in the company. And if you remember, I don't know if you saw it, but when they signed Kevin Steen, as it was, right. uh, to NXT, they signed him the same day or very quickly after they signed Kenta, right. uh, Hideo Tommy. And they had and, that Instagram picture. Exactly. There's that picture of Triple H and 
Owens and Hideo Tommy giving the Bullet Club, or as I know it, the NWO sign, right? Uh, as it watched the internet explode. And so Rollins is, is calling back to a picture from two years ago. And it, it, does, it, it makes sense if you just started watching. Of course, he handpicked Kevin Owens. He gave him the title. Yeah. Or if you're watching back then, it makes sense to us because, of course, he handpicked Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is great. Right, uh, right. But Rollins comes out. He yells at Stephanie. Stephanie suspends him, and Foley says, "Absolutely not. We're not handing out suspensions. We're handing out matches." So he makes Rollins versus Owens for the cha- for the title at the Clash of Champions. Um, which we knew that's where that was going. Any well, actually, I'll be honest with you. I thought we were going to Hunter and Rollins immediately, uh, and I'm not convinced that we aren't. But we're go- but Clash of Champions is going to be Rollins and Owens for the title. Yes. Um, should be a great match. I, I think it will be. Uh, and, and, and I don't know how, I hope they do a slow burn, but I, I think they are trying to do somewhat of a face turn with Seth on this because at first I wasn't convinced. I thought, well, he's just angry and he deserves to be, and people are going to cheer him because they like him just like they're going to cheer Owens because they like him. But I read that in the dark match or like after Raw went off the air, Seth ran out and came to Roman's aid. Well, that could make him either a heel or a babyface. People That's hate him. <laughs> and this day and age. Range. Uh, all right, backstage again, Stephanie's mad at Foley. This is going to come to a head at some point, and we're going to be without Mick Foley, and Stephanie's going to be running the show. I don't, I don't know how many times they're going to try that, but it is. Uh, Rollins comes back. Or excuse me. Owens comes back and says Rollins shouldn't be given the title. A match, uh, and Foley says, oh, it was a reward. We're going to reward you by giving you a match with Sami Zayn. Um, and I've read a lot of people say they were supposed to have their last match at Battleground. Right. Let me say this. I have seen a lot of Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens matches. I've right. seen a lot of Kevin Steen, El Generico matches. They can wrestle as many times as they want. I will always love it. Yeah. I, you know, people were making a big deal out of it. Like, oh, they're, they're supposed to be at Battleground. Now they're going back on their word. Like, they're on the same show. They're not going to yeah, never yeah. wrestle they're gonna each cross other, especially since time. they put on amazing matches. Yeah. What they meant was they're not going to wrestle at a pay-per-view again anytime soon. Yeah, we'll see about that, too. There's a lot of pay-per-view between now and... That's, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, Chris Jericho says they can't treat Owens this way because he's the longest-rated Universal Champion in history. I love that joke. Oh, it was so great. A huge... I mean, and it's true because he's on, what, day 10? Day 11 so, now? Like, at this point, I think it was day 7. Yeah, I mean he's he's a thousand percent longer reigning than Finn Balor. <laughs> uh, uh, and then we get Bailey and Charlotte. Um, I love Bailey, I love Bailey. Um, but when she did that drop kick, I was like, oh no, because at the time I thought Sasha was hurt. I thought Bailey hurt herself. I was like, well, we're going to have to go to Charlotte and Dana Brooke then. Oh really? See, I, I I didn't I didn't see the match. I, I I came home and I turned on Raw and it was right as Bailey got the pin. No, so that was, was all that I saw of that match. I turned on Raw at the beginning of this match just in time for her to tweak the knee, and I was thinking, oh good lord, because that I mean well, people were worried about the SmackDown Women's Division. I'm worried about the Raw one because they were they looked to be falling apart. She's fine. Right. Yeah, but it, they, it looked, they have like three amazing people. But nothing else. And then Raw or SmackDown rather is doing the best with what they have, and they're building up everybody. Um, yeah. But uh, Brooke, Dana Brooke tried to interfere. Bailey shoves uh, Charlotte into her and pinned her with the belly to belly. 
And I was like, okay, great. Bailey and, and Charlotte at the Clash of the Champ Clash of Champions. Right. But no, we'll, we'll get to that. Um yeah. <laughs> Wade's coming to Raw, that'll be fun. Um Charlotte's mad at Dana Brooke, slow burn to whatever they're doing there. Out comes Bo Dallas. Yes. Oh Bo Dallas. Bo Lee. Is he is he running for office now? He's still wearing his social outcast gear. Yeah. Um that, that's his party. He's running under the social outcast party. Well, three of them are on Raw, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but he beats up a jobber. I didn't catch his name. Uh, in uh, about a minute. Good. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Jericho and Owen's backstage. Uh, Owen says that his suit cost $750, and they hugged. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what it's I got. Uh, and what really makes me laugh, Owen said his suit cost $750, and I can... In my head, I can hear all those Ric Flair promos where he said his suit cost $10,000. And I'm thinking, right. yeah, go well, I mean, here. you know, Kevin Owens, he, he's not, he's not Ric Flair. He's got to be, he's got to be a little, a uh, little skimpy on his finances because he's got a family to provide for. You heard it here first. Kevin Owens is not Ric Flair. <laughs> uh, no, I understand that. But Rick's got four families to take care of. Oh, that's true. He, he's got, but he, he doesn't care. <laughs> I suppose, just I suppose so. Oh, I've been watching old. No, I, I, I was just making a bad joke. Honestly, Kevin Owens looked at me like, and I love Kevin Owens, but like he, he looked at me in the suit, like, okay, out of the suit, he looks like the eighth grader that got to go like wrestle on Raw, but did amazing. If that ever happened, even though it didn't. And then in the suit, he looks like that guy that goes for like a job interview, but has never dressed up before. Yeah. I know that guy. I'm that guy. Right. <laughs> been um, there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine, but go bigger. Exaggerate the price of your suit. That's all I'm saying. Oh, fair. Uh, Rollins versus Jericho. Uh, pretty good. Ma- I mean, I say pretty good match. It's Rollins and Jericho. It wasn't going to be a bad match, but they, I right, think they yeah. could have done better. Um, it, uh, Jericho countered the flying knee into the walls. Seth got out. Rollins hit the Enziguri and a super kick. Jericho kicked out. Rollins missed the frog splash. Jericho hit the lion salt. For two, and finally Rollins uh, got up from the Insiguri and pinned him with the pedigree. Pedigree. Yeah. About 15 minute match. Like I said, good match. Was never going to be a bad match. And for Monday Night Raw, it was fine. But if they were pay per view main event, this would be disappointing. Right. Middle of Monday Night Raw, great. Especially co- I mean, especially coming right after Bo Dallas and Kyle Roberts. No hey, problem. That, that was the match of the night. Don't you? Even... <laughs> I'm. I'm just. Saying, I'm just kidding. And we we can argue about which was the match of the night in a second. Um, and it was not the next match, which was Sheamus and Cesaro, best of seven series match number three. Cesaro's apparently hurt. Um, Sheamus won with the backbreaker and uh, broke kick. I did not expect him to go three and zero oh, Sheamus over Cesaro. Um. It's a good thing. I think that it makes yeah. it makes me care about the next four matches a little bit more. Right. Because if it was two and one, I'd be like, okay, Sheamus is going to win one more, and then Cesaro will win the rest. Right. But now it makes me wonder, are they actually – they could just put Cesaro down if it's like if Rollins wins the title and Rollins ah. becomes a babyface. They need a heel challenger. And God ah. help me, I don't want it to be Sheamus, but it could be Sheamus. You know, I don't hate Sheamus as much as most people, but after 
the run he had as champion last year, of course, maybe that's why they'd want to have him be the challenger. He would be like, everybody would be like, no, don't do this again. And that make him hate him even more. The only thing that made people cheer Roman Reigns was they put him against Sheamus. Right? I mean, it, it says, that. I don't know. I, Sheamus is fine. I've never had a problem with Sheamus. He's an underestimated heel, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I think I've had a problem with Sheamus since he pinned Daniel Bryan in 18 seconds. That might be my issue. But but if that match didn't happen, would we have Daniel no, Bryan? No, we wouldn't. Today? It started. It lit the fuse that ended up at WrestleMania 30. <laughs> it took it took forever to get there, but that's right, what lit right. the fuse. Um, the Shining Stars versus Enzo and Cass. And I don't know why, but the Shining Stars won this match. Uh Hey, uh, can you hear me real quick? I can. Okay, for some reason it just gave me a message about my sound card, but I'm just going to ignore it. All right, well, I can hear you, so. Okay, that's good. Let me make sure. I'm sorry, go ahead. Recording can still hear you. Yeah, okay, we're good. Uh, we'll just leave that in. People see behind the scenes. Um, <laughs> Shining Stars beat Enzo and Cass for some reason. And I guess they need to build up challengers for the tag team division on Raw. Right. But really? I mean, that's... I mean, when when you when you have only like six ten. Okay, now you're cutting out. Hang on. Uh, oh, now it's. Uh, you're coming in and out. Well, I lost Mitchell. Uh, I'll see if I can get him back. Hang on. Sorry. All right, we're back. <laughs> All right. Um, things happen. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, we're just going to move on because I think that match was cursed. Um, fair, fair enough. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the Shining Stars pinned Enzo. Moving on. Uh, backstage with Todd Phillips. Uh, Sami Zayn is talking about he he thought if he could beat Kevin Owens it would solve everything, um, but all right sorry I'm dyslexic I can't read my own notes. Uh, Sami Zayn said he thought it would solve everything if he could beat Kevin Owens, but now Owens is the champ and he's a little jealous. Yeah. Owens shows up and says the title was always the finish line, and even if Sami Zayn got out ahead of him at first, Owens won the race, which was a great line. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I said, these two, let them do everything together. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, but Sami Zayn said he will win the title. And when he does it, it will be without Triple H's help. Um, so there you go. Uh, Nia Jax beat Ann Esposito uh, with a power slam. I'm, I have yet to get behind Nia Jax. She's fine, I guess. She's something different. She is something different. Um, she's trying to do. I feel I, I can't help make comparisons to Awesome Kong, right? Um, and Awesome Except Kong. Awesome Kong was better at wrestling. At one point, she was. And now she yeah. can't move. Um, and Nia right. Jax is not yet awesome at wrestling, and we'll see what happens. Um, the club comes out. Uh, here we go. <laughs> the old day segment. They they bring out. The old day, who be what the new day is when they retired them, and it's just old people jokes and I don't know. <laughs> I, can I, can I, watch... I say something slightly off topic because it's not about Raw, but it is about the new day and like. Yeah, go ahead. Anything, so... anything that doesn't make me talk about this segment. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. 
So I think that WWE, especially doing the you know stuff with Anders and Gallows and Anderson, who I'm sure they're giving jokes to, are starting to control a little bit more what the New Day are doing, and that's why they might be getting a little bit more stale. Because I saw an interview. I don't know if you've seen it, but I saw an interview that What Culture posted with them last night, and it was fantastic. Uh, I've seen the thumbnail. I hadn't actually watched it yet. You should go watch. It's really good. And, like, it's basically the New Day just being themselves, doing what they want, and it's hilarious. Well, that's the thing. If you watch Up, 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 Down, Down with Xavier Woods, it's great. Yeah. Uh, But you put them on TV, and you make them do what they have to do on TV, it's no good. Yeah. Um, I like the New Day. I I hated them when they first came out. I was like, because I just didn't like them. They grew on me, and now they're just getting stale. And that's Mm -hmm. not even what I'm upset about. I'm upset about it. This is the club. This is Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. These guys should be running over people and killing them. Yeah. And instead, they took a month to talk about Big E's nuts, and now they're bringing out old guys. I'm, Which is just classy humor. Yeah, it's, it's got Vince McMahon's signature all over it. Yeah. Uh, and the only problem is, it's not funny. Uh, last week on SmackDown... The, when AJ Styles fell on the rope, that was okay. Oh, that was that was pretty good, especially when uh, when Dean walked up and just pat him on the shoulder, and shook, and shook his, his hand. hand. That that's the best part. Um, anyway, we'll get to that. In a, we'll get to SmackDown in a second. Um, ended up with the New Day beating up the Old Day and Anderson and Gallows running away. That's what happened. Uh, Darren Young defeated Jinder Mahal. Why did they bring back Jinder Mahal? I guess to be a jobber for matches that last more than one minute. Well, this should not have lasted more than one minute. Uh, Darren beats him. Titus chases after Bob. Darren attacks Titus. Um, Great. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about Darren Young and Titus O'Neil. I care about them less than I care about Bo Dallas. I care about them less than I care about uh, Braun Strowman, who's coming up next. I don't care about the breakup of the primetime players. Well, especially since it was like a year ago. Has it only been a year ago? I, I mean, it, it, la- last year after SmackDown, I guess. Or yeah, because because uh, the New Day won the titles from the primetime players yeah, for their second reign. Yeah, you're right. All right. But it's been a year, and who cares? I didn't care exactly. about it then. Like, this story would have been somewhat boring a year ago, and now they're like, oh, we broke up a year, we just now realized it. And they're wasting Bob Backlund. That's that true. Too? Uh, backstage, uh, I wouldn't bring this up except that I laughed way too hard. Uh, Alicia Fox is is yelling at Nia Jax, and and nobody except she throws a Kleenex box and it catches Nia Jax right above the eye, <laughs> corner first. Uh, and Alicia breaks character, like oh, goes to apologize, and then realizes oh no, I'm supposed to be mad at her, and then she runs away because Nia was going to kill her. <laughs> I think Alicia Fox is uh, underappreciated. I mean, she's not the four horsewomen by any stretch of the imagination, but she can do some entertaining segments when they let her. She's funny. She's fine. She can halfway wrestle, um, but she doesn't fit into the women's revolution level of wrestling they got going on now. Right, right. Um, but we'll talk about that when we get to SmackDown, too. Uh, Braun Strowman came out uh, since... Car had challenged him because he did not respect the lucha culture by ripping off Americo. Mm-hmm. His mask, I couldn't remember what the guy's name, I, I guessed, Americo. Uh, ended in a count out. 
because Braun Strowman can't beat Sin Cara by a pinfall. Uh, but then he did beat up Sin Cara afterwards. Just let the man pin him. No reason for that to be a count out. Uh, They're probably trying to stretch it out so they don't have to have a jobber next week. Save that extra cash. That extra I'd, whatever it is. It's fifty. Net, I'm sure it's like fifty network subscriptions of a jobber. Right. Exactly. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Sasha Banks came out to not retire, to fake retire. To Mark Henry. Uh, see, uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, <laughs> I get that. Um, and people making comparisons to Edge and Daniel Bryan actually having to retire. I'd say that this was disrespectful to them, and maybe it was. But I saw it going all the way back to Flair's, what, does this be 2007, 2006? Whenever, the, the year before Flair retired, he came out and gave this promo about how he, he loved wrestling and a time will come and, and everyone knows that the end of the road comes eventually. And then he stops and says, I will never retire. Uh, <laughs> and I'm thinking, this is the poor man's version of that. Yeah. Um, but Dana Brooke comes out and she says that she needs to go, that if Sasha's going to go away, she needs to go away now. And... Uh, Sasha says, oh, no, my bad news is only for Charlotte. I'm coming for her at the Clash of the Champions. I, this confused me because didn't Bailey just pin Charlotte? That that was my understanding. So I thought that Bailey got the match, but now Sasha gets the match. Um, which, to be fair, if Sasha wins the title, we get Bailey versus Sasha. Great. Yeah. That's one of the best women's matches I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, the other thing that really bugged me is Banks calls Dana Miss Piggy. And that's in a anti-bully focused business now. Calling a girl who is a little rounder than the rest of them, Miss Piggy, just kind of grates on my nerves. Especially, especially after like the whole reason Mickey James, a great woman's wrestler, left was because of the Piggy James angle, and they're using the exact same wording. Yeah, I don't know. They they think it's funny. They take two steps forward, one step back with this women's revolution all the time. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about again. We get to that women's segment on SmackDown. We'll talk more about stepping back. Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I love Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They can fight however long they want, as many times as they want. It's always great. Um, uh, Zayn went for the mafia kick in the corner. But his ankle is still messed up from, was it last week or two weeks ago? I think it was, yeah, it was two weeks ago because it was the night after SummerSlam. Okay, this needs to be the last week that this is a problem for Sami Zayn. He's not on, he's not on Clash of the Champions, or Clash of Champions yet. Let him have next week off to quote unquote rehab the ankle Mm -hmm. and then let it be. Because if not, it's going to become a gimmick where fans aren't going to get behind Zane because eventually he's going to fall down. Yeah. Um, but Owens hits a super kick and a power bomb for the win. Good match. Um, I've seen them have better, but it's never going to be bad. I thought this was match of the night. Uh, if you want to argue Rollins and Jericho, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, and then out comes Roman Reigns and Jericho. And Foley. And Foley basically says next week, Reigns versus Owens. If Reigns can beat Owens, uh, he can be put into the match as a triple threat. Mm-hmm. People, The people did not like this. Mm-mm. 
they uh, they don't want Roman Reigns at the top anymore. Yeah. Uh, right? Well, to be fair, they never wanted Roman Reigns at the top. Uh, <laughs> except just, the, just that one night. Yeah, Royal Rumble 2014, he eliminated 12 dudes. They are fine with him. And then Daniel Bryan didn't get his didn't get a spot, and they blame Roman Reigns for that. And yeah, um, and then he speared Jericho. Great, good show, uh, a good match, okay show. Um, couple good matches, couple terrible segments. At least they put some stuff on the card for Clash of Champions because they didn't have anything before tonight. Yeah. Well, so, they have a six-week build. I think there's still three weeks left. Like after that ep- episode, they have three more episodes. Really? I thought they only had two. Uh, I, no, I think it's because uh, because I, I was really surprised because I was looking at it. Because I was thinking about going to it because it's only two and a half hours away from me. I thought, why not just buy like a $25 ticket and do it just because? Uh-huh. And right. I think Look, it, I'm looking at the date. I think it's September 24th. Uh, WWE Clash of Champions is on... Come on, Paige, load up. September 25th, which will be... Two weeks from this Sunday, so they've only got two Raws left. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. So I guess I was wrong. Yeah. Anyway, I was counting that Raw. Yeah, it was three weeks, including this Raw. Right. Anyway, regardless, they got to they got to put some more stuff on the card because right now on the card they only have Charlotte and Sasha, which will be fine. The New Day versus the Club, which I have no faith in at the moment, uh, and then Owens and Rollins, which could become Owens, Rollins, and Reigns. Uh, three matches. They need at least. I I honestly think it's going to be Reigns versus Rusev, unless Rusev isn't supposed to be back by then from all his Bulgaria wedding stuff. Yeah, yeah. is that what Rusev was doing this week, having another wedding, a fourth wedding or something? Yeah, basically. Uh, No Rusev this week, which is a shame. I love Rusev. I think it's like been a combination of a second wedding with their families and a honeymoon. Okay. Great, yeah. Uh, come back soon, Rusev. We need another heel. Yeah. Uh, all right. SmackDown. Uh, I I will say this: since the draft, I much prefer SmackDown to Raw. I don't know what it is, but I like SmackDown. And it might be just because it's two hours and it takes less time. Um, but starts with Daniel Bryan in the ring, right of the Valkyries playing, people going crazy. If he could wrestle, he'd be the biggest star in the world right now. Yeah, but he can't, and which we'll get to that in a second too. Um, but he says the six-woman match at Backlash is now an elimination match. I almost turned off the TV right then. Really? Oh yeah. Uh, there's three of these women that can wrestle. There's two of these women that can kind of wrestle, and then there's Carmella. And I can't, I can't. If they don't eliminate Carmella first, I don't know what's going to happen to my head <laughs> during this match. Uh, well, I mean, you know, all the better. They can just eliminate all the people who can't wrestle in the first two minutes and then have a triple threat. Fine. I'm I'm cool with that. But <laughs> if this match lasts longer than ten minutes, I'm going to lose my – and it has to because there's only six matches on that card. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, but as if that wasn't bad enough, he says now they're going to have a women's championship forum. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, but they started bringing out the women. They brought out Becky Lynch first, and she says that winning the title would make everything worth it. And they brought out uh, 
or Natalia interrupted and she called Lynch boring. And she said, and I think she said it before, but it struck me this time. Everybody settle your tea kettle. <laughs> and I was, I, I'm looking at the, at my computer screen, like, what did she just say? <laughs> and I actually rewound. I was watching on Hulu and I rewound and she said that. And I was like, all right, fire Natalia. Uh, <laughs> I don't care if she can wrestle. She's saying things like that on TV. Settle your tea kettle. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a huge problem. Yeah, that can make a big mess if you don't settle a tea I, kettle. I, you're right. It absolutely can. Um, helpful home tips. Home tips from Natalia. Yeah. Um, Alexa <laughs> Bliss showed up out of nowhere, which uh, I didn't see her come down the ring. I didn't see her come out of the crowd. She was just in the ring. Uh, Carmella came out next. Uh, Naomi and Nikki finally came out to even the odds when the blondes all turned on Becky. Um, this was, I mean, it's it's a, it's a championship forum. It, it went exactly how it was supposed to. Yeah. The hills ganged up on one of the faces. The other faces came out to save the day. Mm-hmm. Fine. Uh, I thought they were going to go right into the match, but no, that had to come later. Um, backstage, Dean Ambrose stole a cup of coffee. Oh, I see. I had to watch all this on YouTube, and I don't uh, think they uploaded that segment, but that okay. makes me happy. It, it took 15 seconds. He walked up to a guy who had a cup of coffee. He stole it, took a sip, said it was bad coffee, poured <laughs> poured a half a container of sugar into it, and then said, okay, that's good, and walked off. Oh. I don't know why. Because well, he was turning heel. He put sugar in coffee. Well, maybe that's it, but he stole a cup of coffee. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane are having a talk about the women's title, but income, the Miz and Maurice. Uh, Miz is upset that he has to defend the title against Ziggler. He makes some more comments about Bryan not being able to. Well, he doesn't say Bryan can't wrestle. He says Bryan just can't get over what he said about him on Talking Smack. Right. Uh, and Bryan said that the six women in the ring at least wanted to fight, and Miz doesn't. And. and if Miz doesn't want to fight it to pay-per-view, he can hand over the title right now. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this. I am excited about the Miz and Dolph Ziggler match. Uh, I think it's... I I don't know that the match is going to be good, but the stories at least got me thinking about, hey, this match is not bad at all. Um, yeah. Well, Dolph is perfectly competent in the ring. Uh, he's Except he goes a little too fast sometimes. Right. Miz is competent in the ring. Uh, although he's a much better talker, yeah, and the story has made it better. Yeah, well, I'll say this. I think this is the most invested I have ever been for Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz in an Intercontinental Championship match, which we have probably seen a million times. It's basically the mid-card equivalent of Orton versus Cena. Yeah, it happens a lot. Uh, so you guys but, never make it to the top having a match, and I care about it for a change. Right. My only qualm with it is, like, Ziggler saying the same type of stuff that he was saying about Again, with his match against Dean Ambrose, which he lost, which, but I, I get it at the same time too, though, because it's like, who else were they going to have him wrestle? Yeah, I mean that's the problem is, you put Ziggler with somebody, you put Miz with somebody, and they're going to have two mediocre matches, and th- and at least with this one, they can have an above average to right. good match. Right. Um, Miz versus Apollo Cruz. Uh, speaking of Miz having a mediocre match with somebody, I will say this: Apollo Cruz is athletic as I'll get out. He can jump oh, yeah. and fly and flip. Um, and he's just green. When he gets a little more polish on him, he's gonna be he'll be intercontinental champion before you know it. Um, 
and in a couple and in a couple years he might be challenging for the world title. I think if he gets an edge to him, and I granted he can't fix this, but if he were a little taller, like I think he's every bit as much the athlete as Brock Lesnar was, or close to it. Yeah, close. Well, as far as like, because I'll say this: it's the first time I've seen a guy that big move that fast. That's true. Brock Lesnar. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, but he's he's you're right. He's not tall, and he's not gonna. He doesn't fit the mold. I tell you, he was a better athlete than Brock Lesnar and didn't get a chance because he wasn't tall. Shelton Benjamin. I knew you were gonna say that. Uh, well, they they schooled each other. Uh, Shelton Benjamin beat Brock Lesnar in amateur wrestling time and time again. Right, right. Uh, but he didn't look like Brock Lesnar. Exactly. Which is sad. Anyway, uh, match uh, the match ended. Miz got out of the ring. He put he pushed Ziggler. Uh, Cruz attempted to slide out. They both moved. Miz slammed Cruz into Ziggler, threw him back in the ring, hit the skull-crushing finale. Um, typical SmackDown match ending. Decent match. Mediocre to good. Yeah. Uh, the aftermatch was pretty good. Miz and Maurice start to leave. Ziggler's oh, yeah, got the title. Really Ziggler lays it out, says, come get it. And, I, and I'm just sitting there thinking, like, he's going to send Maurice to get the belt. He's not going to <laughs> the ring. And so Maurice goes in. She very daintily picks up the belt, and away they go. Right. It, it uh, was good. It was very good heel move. As oh, yeah. Miz often does. Oh, yeah. Miz knows what he's doing, except when he's in the ring. Uh, <laughs> Uso's interview said that they won the titles many times. They won the Slammies a couple of times. Uh, American Alpha got drafted ahead of them, but they're going to be the top team. Uh Bray Wyatt cut a promo from some dark, smoky room that <laughs> said that Orton was a predator, but he was a god, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's the same thing every time. Uh, and then finally we get the six-woman tag match. Uh, it was, depending on who was in the ring, it was average to terrible. Uh, but Becky got beat on for a very, very long time. Uh, eventually got the tag in uh, to Nikki. They cleared the ring, but uh, parade of finishers, although I couldn't tell you half these girls' actual finisher. Uh, right. <laughs> Nikki does that weird fireman's carry cutter thing. It used to be the rack attack. She changed it, thank God. Yeah, because that, I, that couldn't have been good for her neck. Uh, Natalia's is the sharpshooter, and she didn't hook that on anybody. No. And then all of a sudden, Carmella's got Nikki in a figure four neck lock and he gets the tap out. Uh, code of silence, they call it. I don't know why, but there it is. Uh, why not? Yeah. Who? I, I, I will say this. I care more about the women than I do about Titus and Darren, but that's it. Preach. Yeah. All right. American Alpha versus the Usos. This was a blink and you'll miss it match. Usos shook the uh, American Alpha's hand, then jumped him from behind, and then all of a sudden... Uh, Jordan and Gable hit Grand Amplitude for the win. I was like, well, that's weird. Uh, and then uh, they showed a shot of Jimmy and Jay on the outside. I was like, oh, well, they're going to beat these guys to death. And they did. Uh, they threw Jordan into the post. Uh, it looked great. Yeah. Uh, and then they took out Gable's leg, uh, Karate Kid style, jumping kick to the knee, and then a splash. Um, and I was thinking, well, what are they trying to do here? Uh, make it, I was thinking, are they trying to make it easier for us to believe Rhino and Heath are going to win the titles? 
Because I'd already counted out, I'd already counted out the hype, bro. So like, see, yeah. I, I watch this retroactively, understanding uh, the decision that had been made. So I, I didn't think about that when I watched it. I was, I, I just watched it like, oh, they're turning heel. Good, they need to do something. Now I watched it before I watched Talking Smack, and so was, or before I heard about Talking Smack, and I was like, yeah, they're they're just making it believable that Rhino and Heath can can win. Great. Right. Uh, it's not what happened, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, Backstage, Orton tells another story to Bray about a snake and a rabbit and a man. I don't know. I'd I'd lost focus. Uh, Fandango's in the ring with Betty. Did did you see this part? Fandango in. Oh yes, yes, it Betty. was great. Uh, they dance, I guess, and then Kane comes out and gives jokes. That why are we giving Kane squash matches in 2016? We know Kane is great. Well, was great. We know Kane is a big dude. Why? Uh, and granted, he's not wrestling, so there's that. But do we do we need Kane squashes in 2016? The only thing I can think of is that they don't really want to put him in a program, but still want to feature him to get merchandise sales. Maybe. Eh, maybe. I don't know. And then he did the Fandango dance on the way out. Which? Oh, Kane did. Yeah. Oh, you didn't see that. I didn't see. I, I I clicked out of it right as he walked out. I was like, oh, he's gonna choke slam and he's gonna walk out. So I just he, I was like, he oh, choke already... slam and he started to walk out and he turned back and he does the little the finger dance that the kid that the crowd does. Of course he did. And you could tell he's laughing under his mask. Something fierce. <laughs> I was like, okay, great. Um, and then tag title tournament final Heath Slater and Rhino versus the Hype Bros. Heath's wife and kids are at ringside. Uh, it's a. I don't. I don't know what they're doing. It's great, but I don't know what where this is going. I have an oh, idea. Well, it's a shoot. This oh. is all real life. Oh, okay. It, it, <laughs> it's his actual seven kids with that lady. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I did notice that his wife and six of the kids are in fairly nice clothes, and then the one on the end is in overalls and a t-shirt. I'm like, <laughs> okay, great, good job. Uh, there was a there was a YouTube exclusive where he introduced all of them. Yeah, I watched it. I don't remember any of it. Uh, uh, let's see but this is the same, it's the same match they had with um, who they beat last oh the headbangers how did I forget that uh, Heath gets beat up and gets beat up and gets beat up he tags in Rhino they win the match uh, and that's how it's going to go uh, I will say this it's getting over that oh, people yeah. love I this love I love it. I mean, I, I see this match coming up. I was like, okay, this will be pretty good. Um, I want to say just for a second, this they introduced these SmackDown title belts a couple weeks ago. The women's belt looks just like the the Raw belt, except it's blue in the middle. Mm-hmm. The SmackDown tag titles look so much better than the They're Raw pretty- tag titles. Because um, the Raw tag titles look like big pennies on black leather. And these just, look like big dimes on blue leather. Yeah. I get it, it but does, pretty. but it looks better. Yeah. It's shiny. It's it doesn't, and it's maybe it's just because it's new, but it looks so much better. Um, we go to Renee at the desk. She says that his uh, that uh, American Idol status for backlash is questionable at the moment. Uh, the Usos come out and say that we're heels because it's time for us to be heels. <laughs> I don't, Good that, consensus. Yeah. Um, and then Dean and AJ in the ring. Dean calls AJ the soccer mom. 
gives him a bowling trophy. Styles looks like he's gonna he's gonna say something or fight him, and then he just kicks Dean right in his crotch. Well, there was more to it than that. Uh, it, there was okay. There was more. Dean to gave it. him the trophy, right. and he said. Uh, I'm going to give you this because it's the only trophy you're ever going to get from me. Then AJ went on about how he has the trophy from John Cena and why he's a big deal. And it's basically like it's 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 not much, but at least it's some sort of theme to play on since this is the first time they talked in three weeks. All right. Uh, you're there. There was they did say some of those things uh, to me. It was just like typical. We're having the wrestling match on on uh, Sunday stuff. It's going to be a great match. Don't get me wrong. But there come, it comes in, he kicks him in the crutch, and he picks up the bowling trophy. I'm like, smash that over Dean's head. Let's do something big for this. Smash that over, and he breaks it over his knee, and then he takes off the armband and leaves it in the ring, too, mm-hmm. which was weird. Uh, I guess he doesn't. He actually doesn't need trophies. Yeah, maybe, maybe Dean got under his skin, and he was proving that he doesn't need the trophy. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I just, I don't, I would have taken the armband. Yeah, smashing the trophy was fine, but take the armband, because that's your whole shtick at the moment is you're the face that runs the place. But well, I will say this. There was that good line that AJ was the face that comes in second place. That was a very good line. Dean had that good line there. Um, I would have smashed the trophy over Dean's head, but then again, I was watching wrestling when they were smashed everything over guy's head. And, and I just want to point out how, like, and granted, like, it's just like a little thing, but I loved how Dean sold the, the crotch knee uh because like it was almost like there was like a split second of like and then like he like bounced back in the air yeah and he he sold it well um a lot of times guys oversell that right right uh but i I just want to give it a punch yeah i would kind of point out that the this feud has had two crotch shots right after a feud with the tag team titles and raw that focused all all around Biggie's testicles. Can can we get another gimmick or something? Uh, it's the PG version of controversy creates cash. It's, it's, I'm but just it's not creating any cash. No, no, I, I was being sarcastic. I know. I'm and I'm I'm being serious. <laughs> All right, but that's the end of the show. Uh, Witness talking smack. The only big thing that came out of that is Shane pulled uh, American Alpha out of the tag team tournament. So right. that gives us another match on Backlash. Now we're going to go into Backlash predictions. We're going to keep a running total on this, see which of us is better at predicting uh, forever. Probably you. I don't know. Is that the way I look at it? There's only six matches on this card. So first prediction, will there be a seventh match added to this time, this pay-per-view? Maybe like a pre-show, just throw two mid-carders together? But Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, is just throw some random match that doesn't have any bearing. Like, say, Brizango and... There's not another tag team. They're all they're all in the tournament. Uh, uh you can put Vod Kane. Villains. Oh, that's true. Brazengo versus the Vod Villains. That could be a match they add here. Uh, uh, but I wouldn't care. Officially, we're going to talk about these six matches here. Um, start with the match that I've dread the most: the women's six women match. Who's going to win that match? I think. It's either Natalia or Becky Lynch, but I'm going with Becky Lynch. And the reason I don't think it's Nikki Bella is because I think her and Carmella will have a sub-feud, and that can make your blood boil, but I think that's what's going to happen because uh, that way they have two women's stories going. Yeah, um, I see that. I'm torn between Becky Lynch and Nikki 
Uh, and, and mainly because Nikki ended up tapping in the middle of the ring on SmackDown. Right. So she was the one going in looking so, weak. Yeah. And so she's the, and, and so early in the match, she takes some hit or something on the back of the neck. She rolls out of the ring and God help me. Carmella looks like she's the winner. And all of a sudden Nikki comes in and pins her. So, yeah. I, but at the same time, Becky Lynch has got to win the title. Uh, yeah. If she does not, then it's literally the worst they've ever done with a female. Right. Uh, uh, like I said, my official answer is Becky Lynch. Uh, the only reason I'm saying Natalia is like a maybe is because I could see them, even though Becky Lynch has already been chasing, but I could see them having the heel win so Becky Lynch can chase her. I see that. Uh, but I'm going Nikki Bella. I, I don't, to me, having her tap. It's just a sign saying, hey, look, 50, we're giving Carmella a win right before we have her lose and not win the title ever. So I'm going with Nikki right. Bella. Um, all right. Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. I think that Bray Wyatt will win. Yes, I, th- I do too. Um, we're at the end of the Randy Orton road, we're early, or at least we're close. He's, uh, he's still fairly young. He's still in decent shape. But it, we need to transition him out of the legend killer world beater that he right. has been for 10 years now. Right. And uh, just kind of like what they did with Cena. Let him be a mid-card guy. Let him let him work with guys. Have great matches. Yeah. But when the time comes to put over a younger guy or a better guy, do it. I think Bray needs to win this match. And Randy Orton is like the John Cena uh, that you can feed to a younger guy but doesn't have to come back and get the win because he's not the ultimate good guy. Yeah. So this can be the match that Bray wins and then they don't have to have like Randy win the feud like they did with Cena a few years ago. Right. I still say Bray. Bray yeah, wins. no, I'm still saying Bray too. Okay. All right. I, I, I was explaining why I think that Bray will beat Randy Orton. Oh, okay. Uh, because, like, when, when Bray beat John Cena, John Cena had to come back and beat him, but I don't think they have to do that with Randy Orton. So this would be the good way to get Bray back on track after losing every feud ever. Yeah, that's true. Oh, um, you know what happened Saturday night at, at a WWE house show, right? Uh, I'm thinking of something that had happened at a house show, but it was earlier this week. It wasn't Saturday. No, this coming Saturday. I believe is Orton Lesnar two, at a house show. Oh no, that that's what I was thinking of. Is that, at the end of the month? Because uh, yeah. I'm going to the house show in Louisville on the 16th, and right. I was hoping that it. That I was hoping that I would get to see that, even though I kind of knew that I wouldn't. And uh, it's on the 24th at the Allstate Arena. I thought it was. Although anyway, but whatever it is, why are they doing that at a house show? Uh. I don't know why Lesnar's working a house show, but I did read that when he was working the house show. uh, Oh, no, actually, I remember now. Uh, That was on the same report. They said that he's working the house show because they they pay him less for house shows than they do pay-per-view appearances. Okay. And they don't have a pay-per-view appearance they want to use him for right now. And he's facing Randy Orton because Lesnar got to pick his opponent, and he thought Randy Orton was a good high-profile guy he could work with right now. Uh that isn't John Cena, who I assume they took off the table because they don't want him yeah. to lose at a house show. To but that's, that's, I don't know. They're still paying, they may pay him less, but they're still paying him the entire gate for that right. show. I guarantee that, That's just what I read. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, but right to win that match. The Miz and Ziggler, I don't think it's time to take the title off The Miz. 
No, not uh, at all. He needs. He'll cheat. He'll do, or he might walk out, which would be actually be Ziggler winning. But I'm gonna say Miz is gonna win through some nefarious means uh, and retain the title. Uh, not to be boring, since this is be the second out of three matches that we agree with. Uh, but I think Miz will too. Uh, I, I think that he needs to hold that championship until there is some, and I, I'm stealing this from somebody else. I heard say this, I can't remember who it was. I think it might've been the new age insiders. Uh, but he needs to hold that title until there is someone worthwhile taking it off of him. Uh, because it'll be such a big moment when that happens. Who, I, I was trying to think who worthwhile is going to take it up off of them. And they, that needs to be somebody when they bring them up from NXT needs to yeah. just take that title off the Miz. You letting me if you let me pick, I'm picking Samoa Joe. I think uh, that'd be great every time. Uh, I would be okay with Bobby Roode. Uh, all right. Um, the new tag team semifinal final match: the Usos and the Hype Bros. Ooh, so sorry. Yeah, I don't know. They have. They've just turned heel. They've. I would make tons of sense for them to win. Uh, but I think you need the hype bros to win it. And I, and for me to say the hype bros to win this match is I don't like Mojo Raleigh and I've never, and I'm completely apathetic on Zack Ryder, but here's how I see the end of the next match going. Uh, so I say the hype bros win this match and then we move on into the finals for the titles during this match. Somehow or another, Rhino has to figure out that Heath Slater is lying. That he that Heath Slater has made up this whole rigmarole. <laughs> and he needs to figure it out during the match. And the end of this match needs to be a gore and then, I guess, a hype writer. <laughs> and, I, and the hype bros to win them. So that's my prediction how this is going to go. So hype bros are going to win both matches and walk away with the titles. And See, I... I have my own, but I think that's really good. And I think you might be onto something there, but I, I had my own bold prediction for this match as well. And I'm going to stick with it for the sake of good radio. All right. Uh, like I said, I think the Usos are being the hype bros. I, Cause I think the hype bros will be fine. Cause uh, like they don't, they can lose cause they already got plenty far in the tournament. They can lose this match and come back and just be, you know, uh, the ultimate warrior. If he were a frat brother or fraternity person, uh, but <laughs> you, you didn't watch all the ultimate warrior. No, I didn't watch all of it. When I say that, I don't mean they're as good as him. I just mean, like, that's what the gimmick reminds me of. No, they're me. as good as him, trust me. No, I'm saying it, it's not a huge difference. If you painted up Mojo Raleigh, then you'd basically just have the Ultimate Warrior at this point. Okay, fair enough then. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so... Uh, but but I think I think the Usos will win because I, Vince still loves the Usos. And I think this heel turn is because... And I'm not saying it's coming directly from him, but, like, I think this heel turn is because they know that that is the most uh, long-standing commodity they have in the tag team division, and they see them kind of getting trampled by all the newer, better talent. Uh, so I, I think I think this heel. I don't think they turned heel just to lose their next match. Uh, plus, There's that'll that. get the heat on them because that means they took American Alpha's place by by being bad guys. Well, that's fair. I mean, I understand uh, that. And, and, and I, I think I think they win the whole tournament. And uh, my original prediction, I'm sticking with this, but my original prediction is uh, they are so uh, proud of how well 
Rhino and Slater have come together that they give them the contract anyway. Uh, Rhino's already under contract. Rhino has got. Well, that's it. fair, but they, they, they give they give Heath the contract to be with Rhino. That's fine. Uh, I mean, that's a fine prediction. That could happen too. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think that uh, let's see which one got hurt. Jason, no, Chad Gable got hurt. Right. So I'd say Jordan somehow cost the Usos the match against the Hype Bros. You could do that. And then the Hype Bros beat Slater and. And Rhino, when Rhino f- figures out, which granted, this doesn't paint Rhino in a very smart picture. That he's just figured this out. But uh, that's my prediction. And then lastly, right. Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles for the WWE World Championship. Gosh, is that all of them? Man. Six <laughs> matches. That's all it is. Woo! It's- hey, at least they'll have plenty of time to do what they need to do. And uh, no that- one will have the excuse we didn't have enough time. That women's match is going to be too long. I can feel <laughs> I can feel a 25-minute women's match coming on. Woo! Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Dean and AJ, who you got? I'm very torn, and it's not for the reasons you think. Uh, that you're a Dean Ambrose, Mark? That's the reason, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That that's not the reason. It's really not. And, and maybe it is, and maybe I'm just blind to it. But I... So I think that AJ needs to win this title, despite the fact that I love Dean Ambrose more than any man should. Sure. Uh but I, it, if he won it here, it just wouldn't feel big enough for AJ because the build to this match has been virtually non-existent. Okay. Uh, so I could see Ambrose winning through some sort of farce and the rematch happening at No Mercy. But... For the sake of getting that, uh, having being able to more easily explain the rematch, I think I'm gonna go ahead and just just by a smidgen say AJ Styles. All right. Um, to be fair, I don't think it's time. I think Ambrose needs to retain here. Um, I think Ambrose will retain uh, by AJ going for the phenomenal forearm. And he or and he sidesteps him or getting out of the south side. I don't know how to do it, but Dean Ambrose will somehow and unbelievably out wrestle AJ Styles and win this match. Uh, I'd, I'd be happy. I'd be a happy clam. I think I think AJ will go for that phenomenal forearm. Dean will catch him and hit the dirty deeds. Um, that being said, at no mercy, there needs to be some sort of gimmick to this match, a cage right. or. Yeah, a, or a ladder, or some, these two could do some some great things there. Dean's but best matches have been ladder matches, I think. Yeah, Dean's one of those. A lot of his matches aren't fantastic. Yeah, but he, I still he's a brawler. Yeah, um, that's why I think unbelievably when Dean Ambrose out wrestles AJ Styles, that'll be a great story, and you could even go into something like, uh, which this I don't like these matches, but two out of three falls at No Mercy, if he out wrestles them, or if he if he uses a weapon, you go into a last man standing, no holds barred, a ladder, a cage, something like that. I really hope that's the case because uh, I think that'll give Dean's title run that extra month that needs to make it like seem important to where they can bring him back later in the main event if they need to. And it'll make AJ Styles' first title win feel that much better. But he needs to beat uh, somebody besides The Shield and Dolph Ziggler. That's the main thing. Yeah. Uh, because The Shield... With everything going on there, uh, it was a great win. Like 
Money in the Bank was a great night for Dean Ambrose. And then he retained, which is great. And he beat Dolph Ziggler. Meh. Uh, beating AJ Styles will give him some some solid ground to stand on as a great world champion. And I really hope you're right. Uh, I just, it seems to me like they're letting him be Goofy Dean again, which I, I'm okay with because I enjoy it. But it seems to me that when they let him be Goofy Dean, uh, it means that they don't think he's as important as yeah. uh, other people might think he is. I so that. I, that's why I think he's probably going to lose. But, but that's what got him over in the sad. first place is being crazy Dean Ambrose. Uh, but yeah, I, I want AJ to win. Don't get me wrong, but I think Dean is going to win. See, I'm the opposite. I want Dean to I win, but we, I think AJ's going to win. We sit on opposite sides of this. Um, okay, that's all the predictions there. There's one more prediction I want you to make. Uh, and you didn't know I was going to ask you this. I didn't. UFC 203 is on Saturday night. <laughs> Uh, and as much as you are a Dean Ambrose, Mark, you are also a CM Punk, Mark. Yes. Uh, who wins, CM Punk or Mickey Gall? Well, uh, I don't know anything about uh, about MMA. Uh, I really don't. Like, I, I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, but I think CM Punk does a lot better than people are going to expect him to do. Uh, and the reason I say that is because CM Punk... What, like, say what you want about, like, anything you want about his personality and, like, uh, how he can kind of be, like, kind of a jerk, because uh, oh, that's yeah. true. He's a huge uh, I just jerk. think he's entertaining. Uh, but when he puts his mind to do doing something, especially when people tell him he can't, he is the most determined person on the face of the planet. And he's been training in a world-class gym for two years now. Uh, so I think he'll surprise a lot of people, but I don't necessarily mean think that means he'll win. Uh and, and I won't make a real prediction because, like I said, I don't know anything about MMA. But I'll say CM Punk just to make myself happy. Okay. Um, I think you're going to be disappointed. Uh, <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I think he's. I think it's going to go 15 minutes of nothing, and Mickey Gall is going to win by decision. Uh, I think Mickey Gall is right. just going to hold down CM Punk the whole time, right. make it look like he's terrible. But I believe Mickey Gall will win this match. Now, Gall's, Mickey Gall has claimed that he can knock out CM Punk in 45 seconds. I bet that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, and I bet there's a couple times where CM Punk gets real close to winning this match. But just inexperience will will uh, will win out. Brock Lesnar lost and, and his that's, first. That, yeah. That's a fair prediction. And if I if I knew more about MMA fighting, I'd probably you know that's probably where I would have gone as well. Uh, I, I just I, I, it's more like if I say it enough, maybe it'll come true. Sure. Yeah. Not gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> I was looking back through some stuff on Facebook, and we're over time. We'll finish them in a second. Uh, and a couple of years ago, uh, Jason David Frank, I don't know if you you know the name. He played the Green Ranger on Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. I know he got into mixed martial arts, and he, he volunteered to be Punk's first UFC opponent. I was like, that, that's a match that I will pay to see, and I might fly to Las Vegas to see. Uh, and if that match had come through, I would say Punk all the way. But right. with Gull, I think. Gall's got a chance of of taking him out. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, I don't know if you watched the last episode of Evolution of Punk, but fun fact, uh, his fight is in the same building that he walked out on WWE in. Well, that's... I did not watch that. That's just fun. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to think. What could, what could he do to just kind of stick it to him on the way in? Uh, Colt's personality could play. 
I think uh, it will because they played it at the end of the last episode. Did they? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a good one. Uh, if he comes out, he needs to come out and check his watch and say it's clobbering time. I mean, he, yeah, he needs to full... give himself a Z pack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he needs to be sponsored by some antibiotic company. That'd be so great. Uh, CM Punk could use this to stick it to a lot of people, especially if he could win the match, but I just don't right. think he's going to. Probably not. Well, that's going to be the end of the first episode of the Gift of Podcast. Uh, we've gone way over time. Uh, I don't so, think this will normally happen because we're trying to like fit three shows into one here, and I yeah, think that's part of the problem. Here's, here's the way, uh, uh, and this will be, I mean, in the show first. Uh, thank you for listening to the Gift of Podcast. This is going to be an every week thing. Uh, Monday Night Raw, Tuesday Night SmackDown Live, and whatever's going on in the world of wrestling. Uh, I'm Mance Chapel. I'm Mitchell Monroe. We want to thank you so much. At Gift of Podcast. What's that now? Follow us at at Gift of Podcast. The Gift of Podcast. Uh, Apparently, Mitchell's doing it. Gift of Podcast. No, the. At Gift of Podcast on Twitter. Yes, Twitter? Yes. Uh, I I have a Twitter, and I just changed my handle to that. I have a Twitter at Mance Chapel. I don't tweet. Uh, I do occasionally live tweet a a wrestling pay per view if you want to follow that. Um, but we will see you next week. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye.